This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. For hundreds of years, anthropologists have studied the social relationships of human beings. And none have been more confounding than what they call the different strokes effect. Get it? Meet Jade Gulliver, a charmingly low-maintenance, amicable sci-fi fan and avid podcaster. And David Lim, a top model strutting, goldfish-loving, walking jukebox. So... Can you handle the difference? Get ready for different strokes. Because it takes different strokes to move the world. Yes, it does. It takes different strokes to move the world. This is Different Strokes on Joy 94.9 with Jade and Dave. Jade, you know what? Last two nights, I'm sure you would have heard just maybe a little bit of fangirling on mm-hmm. Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. about J-Lo yeah. performing here in Melbourne. Yeah. I'm only s- from you. Only. <laughs> like, my girlfriend and I were talking about it because I, I mentioned, because Petro, who does our podcast and who's a friend of ours, also went with you to see J-Lo. And I said to my girlfriend, oh, did you know that J-Lo was here? And she's like, only because of Dave and Petro fangirling about it. It's funny, isn't it? Because I was expecting for a lot of gays to be going to this event, you know, because it's Jennifer Lopez. We love our divas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's, she's had lots of really, you know, out there, very big, very catchy hits. So I was really, really expecting for people to go to town on this, you know, to the extent of Lady Gaga and perhaps Madonna. But mm-hmm. no, like, where were the gays? Where were the gays? I felt like Petro and I were the only ones who checked in on Facebook <laughs> at this event. <laughs> but I had a really good time, Jaden. Some of the really interesting comments that, you know, I kind of gathered from being in the crowd was um, people saying really random stuff like, oh, she's she's looking really good and she's got lots of energy for, for a woman of her age. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hang on a minute, she's not that old. Well, she's in her 40s and she's like, well, she's got to be a multimillionaire, right? Yeah, so, but she's in her early 40s, yeah. though. Like, you don't run out of wind in your early no, 40s. No, I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, you know, that even if you're in your early 40s and you're a multimillionaire, I feel like that even gives you a higher advantage. The multimillionaire part helps with the stamina, does it? Yeah, well, you can get all the help you want. You can get all the help you want. I'm sure J-Lo does get all the help um, she can get. But it's just like she was an amazing performer. And this tour was like a greatest hits tour, Jade. So Mm -hmm. it's not like you have to sit through the dud album tracks that no one knows. Although there were probably two of those. (laughs) And I was singing along and I didn't understand why nobody else knew that single. I think you probably have that problem a lot in life, don't you, Dave? I do have that problem a lot because I tend to go for the underrated pop songs. And I get really upset when people like don't know it. (laughs) And like throughout the performance and and throughout the concert, Petro kept leaning to me and going, what album was that from? (laughs) I'm like... The same album she had, Jenny on the Block. Why uh. didn't you buy that? Why are you even here? <laughs> <laughs> so I act like a super fan sometimes, you know, because yeah. I, I don't go to concerts unless I, I know at least 60% of their material. Oh, yeah. 60%. 
it's more like 75. <laughs> <laughs> and it's mostly non-singles. Yeah. I've been to a couple of gigs with you where I barely know the album. And, you know, it's just, yeah, indie gigs are a little different because you're not expected to really sing along, are you? No, you just bop along. You just bop along. Yeah. That's how we do. <laughs> you say that it's about pop artist with character. Pop, pop artist with character. Forget what you've heard. Can you listen to Stromy Lala music, as I like to call it? Get ready for a different Struts take on music. Jade, this week is your turn to go to town on our music pick of the week. Yes. And you've I, I really like your selection this week, I have to say. It's very summer appropriate. Yeah, I felt a bit of like, I actually put a bit of thought into this one because I was like, well, it's my last <laughs> I one. I actually put a bit of thought into this one as well, opposed to every other week well, where I just felt like. I'll just go with, like, I'll listen to a song. I'm like, I like that song. I'll, I think it'll be good. But this time I was like, all right, well, it's the last one before we're on break for a while and it's got a summery feel and, you know, I want to make sure it's a bit like, you know, interesting. You want it to count. Yeah, I want it to count. Um, but the song is called Big Blue Wave. It's by a Canadian indie pop rock band called Hey Ocean! Mm -hmm. Exclamation. Oh my goodness, they use an exclamation mark in there. Yeah. Do you think people will like continue to stylize it with the exclamation mark or will it be the case of like pink? You know how pink has the exclamation mark inside the eye? No one uses that. Well, it's difficult when you're on the web and everything now, like because you can't use those kind of things without turning weird. Yeah, I know. So see, this is why they need you to be in charge of their, you know, digital marketing strategy (laughs) and branding. Um, (laughs) So this, this song actually came out in Canada like last year mm-hmm. um, at the end of last year and was recently released in the US I'm not sure if it's been released here yet in digital format the good thing about it Dave is when you go onto their YouTube page they've now got like you know four different versions of the song up they've got an 8-bit version they've got an acoustic version and the official video clip and yeah so it's really cool just to tell you a bit about um, the song Male, female singers, again, Dave. Um, Which seems to be a trend. Yeah. It seems to be something you've gravitated to this year. So bands like Off Monsters and Men mm-hmm. have like the male, female um, vocal part. And there was another band that you brought up. Was it San Cisco that do that? Shiny Toy Guns does it. Yeah. I there's a few that are doing it. But it's really, um, it, it, I guess the thing about this song, Dave, is the first time I listened to it, I was like, it's summery. Mm, it is. It is summery, but it's got like elements of electro in there. So mm-hmm. I think if you're fans of like maybe Tegan and Sarah or like um, if you're fans of Dragonette, Dragonette, yeah. you might even like them. And it kind of builds up to, you know, so you've got like the kind of cool build up that happens towards this really great hook of a song. Mm. And yeah, total awesome harmonies. You know, I was kind of thinking about it, Dave, and I was like, because I'm about to go away for about five or six weeks. Um, and I was thinking, oh, maybe when I get back, you know, Dave will have had, you know, this great, you know, romance that he can tell me about and we can have this song as a soundtrack to that romance. I think you've given more thought into my romantic life than I have. Yeah. Definitely. But well, thank you for, I appreciate the thought. Somebody has to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll consider this song as the soundtrack to my eventual falling in love. Yeah. <laughs> Joy 94.9. Joining me right now, we've got X Factor winners. Samantha J. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Very happy to be here. Congratulations on winning the show. Thank you. First female contestant. I know, to ever have won. A lot of people would watch The X Factor and think, oh, you know, the key voters are young girls yes. and they don't usually vote for girls. For girls, yeah, which I don't 
understand that, but I think this time they got around that, you know? I was actually thinking as a female performer going mm. on stage with that idea, did it kind of affect the way you want to portray yourself? Um, it kind of in the beginning I was a little bit nervous because they were like, you know, I don't think like Nat kept saying Nat Bassingway she kept saying girls don't vote for girls and she was like you know is that I think that's what's happening here and she was like you know you just need to girls need to get behind you so I don't know I, I think not really didn't affect how I perform but I think that I'm glad that they did you know I'm glad that they were like oh she wants to you know I'm a little bit older I'm not trying to it's it's not a thing that I'm trying to compete I, I want to be mm. you know a girl in Australia that does well you know I want to represent all our beautiful Aussie girls. So you yeah. were in the bottom two three times which is more than any past winners. I I felt like I was there every week. I was like, again, are you kidding? Oh, it was horrible. At what point did you think you turned the public? Um, I think that when I sang What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Stronger, I feel like I I kind of maybe that's when they were like, oh, you know what, that's true. Because to me that's the Australian way of just being a fighter, you know, Mm. and getting back up and trying again. And, um, you know, we – as as Aussies, we like that. We like the underdog that keeps fighting. Yeah. And I think that they saw that, oh, you know, she is going to keep fighting for it. Congratulations. What you've done to me has gone number one in oh, platinum. Thank you. Oh, my gosh, it's insane. What Come was on. your reaction when you first heard the song? I bawled my eyes out on the radio. When I heard it on the radio for the first time, I bawled. I was, <laughs> I'm a crier. I'm such a crier. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, because it's something that I have dreamed of, you know, and Especially when I um, I did a performance and they were singing back to me and that, oh my gosh, I was like, don't choke up, you've got to sing the rest of the bridge. Now, a bunch of you are going on the X Factor tour. Yes. So Fortunate's coming on board with the top six, you guys. Yeah, they're coming. Um, I think they're coming on the Sydney show and maybe a few more. Oh my God, I can't wait. I'm so excited about that tour because it's just going to be crazy. <laughs> Is it going to be pretty much the performances you guys did already on the show? Yeah, it's going to be the performances we've done, but just like the best ones, you know, and then I think we're going to do some group songs, which will be fun. And um, I think maybe I'm going to do the single. Um, I don't know if the collective might be doing theirs. Mm. So um, it's kind of all up in the air. We're kind of deciding on what we're doing. So it's it's going to be great. I'm trying to get the best costumes I can. <laughs> I'm trying to outdo what I did in the show, which is really hard. <laughs> well, I think that should be easy because you're like, excuse me, Queen coming through. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> More feathers, bigger hair. I want it all. This is all my wardrobe. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? You've just shot the video for what you've done to me. <gasps> yes, it's going to be awesome. When I'm, do we get to see it? It's out next week, I think. So we're kind of like looking at it right now, kind of seeing some some cuts and oh, it's going to be so great. Like there's so many great scenes and um, one of the last scenes is rain and it's really, really cool and I got really sick from it because it was freezing, but it's so worth it once you see it. <laughs> Where'd you guys shoot it? Um, we shot it like about three hour drive out of Sydney. Oh. Um, yeah, in this kind of very random place. There were trucks and everything going on, so it's quite industrial. Yeah. But um, it's going to look really good. Your dad's Yeah, yeah. Didn't make a cameo? <laughs> Not this time. Next video for that. Yeah. <laughs> Get him like just in the background yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you lived in LA for a while? Yeah, for eight years. For eight years? Yes. How old were you when you went over? Fifteen. Wow. Yeah. All by yourself? No, no, no. I had my mum and dad and my two brothers too. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So when did they move back? They moved back when I lost my deal, they moved back. And then I was kind of there by myself for a little while until I was like, I need to go home, <laughs> you know, and I missed Australia so much. It's just, it's great there. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But um, oh, I just missed home. I missed Perth. I missed home. I just missed just the little things. Like even the ads on TV, I was like, <laughs> I want to hear my accent. I just missed so much. <laughs> Australia's just the best place. How hard was it 
to have to pick up the phone and call your parents and go, you know what, I, I think I'm going to come back? That was really tough because I I kind of felt like I had failed and I didn't feel like I had just failed. I felt like I'd failed everyone. And it was, it's, you know, I know now that, that I probably hadn't, but you feel like that, you know, when you're mm. down in the dumps, you feel the worst. And it was really tough. And I called them and I said, I'm giving up. And they were like, what? No, you can't. And um, I, th- I said to them, I think I need to do something completely different to find my love again for music because it's become a job mm. and it should be something I'm passionate about, you know? And then, um, and then they were the ones yeah, who told me like, go audition for the X Factor. And my dad was like, I'm going to fire you from your job because I want you to audition. And so lucky I I did. (laughs) So you just went back to Perth and worked for your dad? Yeah, I I went back to Perth and I started working for my dad because I couldn't find a job. I was trying to find a job in a makeup store or something or like something, you know, shoes, something like that. But no one would hire me because I had nothing on my resume but singing. And they were like, you know, do you know how to, you know, even use a register I was like no so um my dad was like well I can hire you and I thought that would be nice because I was still with my dad and I was in a really weird place and I think I needed that you know I needed my parents around so have your family close yeah Yeah. exactly so I kind of lived a really different life there for a second and I was very kind of boxed in but I think that's why I found that love again and I was like I miss it I miss music (laughs) joy 94.9 this time every week we like to you know have a look and see what's happening in the app world yeah what have you got for us wow Dave, I got something this week that I think is more in your style than my style. Because <laughs> after trying to use it for a while, I was a bit like, mm, this is like a bit more beyond what, you know, I like to, it's a, ca- it's a camera app, Dave. It's called KitCam. KitCam. So K-I-T cam. Yeah. Uh, and it's basically, you know, we've got Instagram now, we've got Hipstagram, you know, any types of the grams. But this <laughs> takes it to a new level. Um, KitCam actually pulls in like a lot of features across a lot of different apps and it is like an all-in-one camera app so there's different uh, lenses there's different frames there's different films you can there's an image stabilizer you can do some um, you can do in ca- uh, in shot editing of the actual image you can set a timer mm-hmm. um, so and then you can of course put all the f- effects and everything on it then you can share it you can put it on any of your social networks but you can also put it on FTP sites or drop boxes so it is very, very advanced. It's very high level. Yeah. So it's not just for like people casually playing around. You can do no. some severe proper work with this. So it's like, you know, if you're now saying my camera, my phone is where I'm taking, I'm using my phone camera to take all of my shots. I don't have a regular camera, but yeah, I'm picky about being arty and stuff. Mm-mm-mm. This is probably the app that you need to do. So, you know, as a whole, it doesn't really have anything that's particularly new it's just for the first time you've got an app that puts it all in one app um there is one issue dave what is it you can't actually use an existing image and edit in you can't like open up an existing image so an image you've already taken yeah and then edit within the app you have to actually use the camera camera so it's a little bit like uh hipstamatic where you know they give you all the different lens and films but you have to use that to take the photo you can't edit inside it yeah yeah look i mean i think it's going to appeal to lots of people out there who are already using instagram and hipstamatic and all that yeah and if you want to like you can change like all of the um like the light dilution and everything (sighs) it's it's amazing It is so full on. I can't wait to check it out. Yeah. Thank you for your recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) So serious, Dave. So serious. Thank you, Moira. (laughs) Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. 
Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.